Welcome to the Catholic Talk Show. I know this is the very first time for me, but honestly, this is a wonderful way to continue the mission for Christ, all for the glory and grace of God. And we have a special guest here today. Her name is Amanda. And before I talk about our wonderful sister in Christ here, Amanda, I want to talk to you guys about my wonderful podcast here that our Lord, Savior Jesus Christ, has truly led me to begin. To be honest, guys, this is a very new thing to me, so bear with me. But on top of that, though, I really wanted to, I really felt inspired to create this because honestly, during this time of the trial and tribulation, this pandemic, the more reason we have to connect with one another and to really unite ourselves closer for the glory and grace of God and for us to truly continue that journey and truly encounter more and more brothers and sisters in Christ, no matter what we're going through and just be willing to be open to one another and allowing God's love to flourish between each and every one of us. So this podcast is a great way for you guys to be able to relate with one another and talk about different topics here and there and having wonderful guests here, wonderful young adults here so that we'll be able to continue on that journey learning from each other, growing from one another, and to not become discouraged. So please subscribe to our podcast here. And honestly, you will not ever, ever be mistaken of your choice. So with that said, our wonderful, beautiful sister here, Amanda, here is a wonderful young adult. She is very involved in her ministry for the glory and grace of God. She has touched the hearts of many. And she will be touching more hearts going forward online, even during this time. And so that is why I met her through a young adult ministry. And uh, ever since then, she has been such a wonderful sister to grow with and to be inspired and to inspire other people too. And for her to just keep on growing with me every step of the day. So that is why I'll pass on to Amanda, you go take the white girl. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me, Karina. My goodness. I you have so much energy and you're just your spirit is I can't even have, there's no words. Like I just I don't know anyone that has the love for Christ the way that you do and the way that you show it is amazing. I can't um, thank you enough. I'm so excited to be here and to journey not only with you, but also to share my experience. Um, with my faith, with all of you. Thank you so much, Amanda, for your wonderful, glorious time here. It's such a blessing to have you here. And thank you so much for giving me that yes <laughs> to this wonderful podcast that has truly ignited to just grow and start fresh and all for the glory and grace of God. And so that's why also as well, you can also hear us, see this video on our, my YouTube channel, which is called Stand Firm Worship. I'll put the link in the description box below. <laughs> and I hope and pray that you will please join the family here for the glory and grace of God and all for the family of Christ. So with that said, let us all begin with a prayer. And how about let's let Amanda lead the prayer for today. Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Anything for you, Karina. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <clears throat> Come, Holy Spirit, teach us how to pray. Good and gracious God, thank you so much for this wonderful platform, this podcast that Karina has started to be able to share your love and like your word with other young adults or other people that tune into this channel. I do hope that you continue to show each one of us your love for us and to really reveal what you have in store for all of us, what you have planned for us. Help us to continue to trust in you, to continue to trust in the direction that you're calling us towards, to continue loving you and to continue going close to you. And we ask that you bless this beautiful podcast and all that it continues to do. May it all be for your glory, include all your works. 
as you continue to live in each one of us. We just ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you, Amanda. That was such a beautiful prayer. See, guys, isn't she awesome? <laughs> <laughs> you're too much, you're too much. How's your energy? Well, honestly, I could feel the love of Christ. Just, like, just give me more, give me more. <laughs> Anyways, so today, guys, we'll be talking about conversion to Christ. And with our beautiful special guest here, Amanda, she will be talking about her conversion to Christ and how Christ has really moved her to really lead her into the ministries that she's currently involved in and how it's really changed her heart to grow and to become more inspired, to grow more and more and touch the hearts of more souls out there, bring them all closer to our Lady Jesus Christ and God our Father. So, are you ready, Amanda? <laughs> I'm nervous, but let's she's do like, this. No. <laughs> Don't kill me. <laughs> Anywho, so the first question is, how did you feel God's love through your conversion to Christ? That's a tough one. Starting off deep right away, I see. <laughs> Let's start with a hardcore. <laughs> we couldn't have started off like a little bit easier. Let me ask like an icebreaker question. But, I mean... You forgot to read the asterisk, fine print. <laughs> I'm kidding. Ooh. Um, I'm trying to see like how far back I'm supposed to be going or um, however the Holy Spirit know. leads you yeah so I'm trying to see where that is I do know that when I had first um, I do know that in the beginning I think before coming to know God and coming into my faith, I was very consumed with the world and I was very consumed by man. And, and I was living a life that I knew, well, I felt was making me happy. And then I think I realized later on that I wasn't actually happy. That I actually didn't know what joy actually felt like. When I even, even though for all those years, I thought I did. But in terms of God showing his love for me, I think it came at a time where I was in a very low place in my life. I mean, it sounds somewhat cliche where you say that like, oh, when I met God was when something, everything was going wrong in my life, right? Like that's kind of like when we're more open to seeing and hearing what he has to give to us. But that is kind of how it happened. I had just came from, a, I had just ended a relation. Well, I had been in a relationship and it wasn't going in the direction. I have no idea. Let, let's just start this again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like, I that in the bloopers. <laughs> I'm joking. It's like bloopers. <laughs> oh my I'm trying to think of how far back I'm supposed to go in this and how non-far back I'm supposed to go. And that's kind of where my dilemma is. Um, Here are some results from a search. <laughs> this is when you know that even Google's listening. <laughs> Guys, this is when you know other people are listening. They're not human. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think how far back to go for my conversion. Like, do I go to the very beginning of when I first converted? I would say, like, how... What's that moment, that word? That turning point in your life. That climax point. Hmm. I mean, it's up to you if you want to, like, go... Oh, actually, you can pause this. I didn't... <laughs> and we're back! <laughs> I mean, I think you would cut those things out. Yeah, no, for sure. I need to figure that out too. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, but no, like I so said, I would think that, yeah, like I said, this is a really tough question. I think to talk about God's love is a very, very tough thing. And so I think for me, when I had first really felt God's love, I think it came 
probably a couple months or like, yeah, I'd say like, well, well, actually more than just a few months, but a couple months after my conversion into my faith. And what I mean by conversion is that I was, I, I was born Catholic, I was born, I was born and raised Catholic. Um, and my parents, like we sometimes went to mass, like on Sundays, sometimes we didn't, like it was just kind of like, if we wanted to, we could go, if we didn't want to, we didn't have to. My parents weren't very strict when it came to the faith. And so I really grew, grew pretty much without it, like without it in my life. I mean, if it was, if I wanted it to be there, it could be, if not, they really gave me that um, freedom and like that control mm-hmm. to do whatever with my life. And mm-hmm. um, so, that, so that's what I mean by conversion um, in terms of like my life. But, and at that point, like I think when I had found when I had found God, it, I was deeply, um, I went full force into it. And so I like went to daily mass. I went full force into like scripture. I started reading like different like religious books. Um, I just went full force into it. I just want to know everything and everything. And at that time I had been in a, I had many relationships that had known me prior, like that had grown closer to me prior to me coming into my faith, right? So I think through coming into my faith, like it kind of caused some ruffles with like people that were not of the faith because they just didn't understand what I was doing. And I think that makes sense because Hmm. at the end of the day, sometimes when you're around someone for so long and something out of nowhere comes up, Mm-hmm. Well, it's overwhelming, right? You just don't know how to like handle it. You don't know what to do with it. So I know that it probably was really difficult for my friends to understand what I was going through for my family or mm-hmm. my boyfriend at the time, because it was just like a completely different transition. And mm-hmm. um, and I think I, I struggled with that for a very long time to kind of struggle with the fact that I was growing closer to God, but it was causing a lot of problems in my life with all those that were so close to me. And so Mm -hmm. I couldn't understand why God would come into my life and say that he loves me and that he cares about me, yet all these things are breaking down like before my eyes. And Mm -hmm. everything that that I had known, like everything that I felt that I had known, everything that was a part of me, it was, I was losing all of it. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was, really, really confusing to me. And so I think at that point, I didn't fully know, um, God, I didn't really fully know God's love because mm-hmm. of that struggle. And and then one time I got into a fight with someone very close to me and it led me to the church. And I found myself going to the church um, and I like yelled, I went straight up to, I walked into that church. I like opened- Oh Lord, help me. <laughs> so much anger. And I walked forward, heading towards mm-hmm. the crew. And I started yelling because I was so mad. I was just like, why God? Like, why did you do this to me? Like, why did you come into my life? Like, I felt like I was so happy before knowing you. And now everything is ruined. I'm losing everyone. Um, no one understands me. And I just kept going. Like the words just kept rushing like out of like my mouth. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped and I was just like, why am I like, what am I even doing? Like no one <laughs> listening to me like God's not going to hear me God's not going to answer me in this very moment like what's the point of me yelling right now like I don't understand like why I'm doing it mm-hmm. and then so I turned away and I tried to walk out of the church and then I felt I don't know if it's something that's like maybe I just like imagined like in my like my head but I felt like the lights go on like this this church was like dark and I felt the lights go on and it was pointing to the crucifix and so I turned around and I literally like, I just like, I was fixated. Like I had my eyes like fixed on Jesus. I walked straight up, I knelt down and I cried. I was bawling my eyes out. And it was like, in that moment, like I finally knew that I was loved, I was known and I was desired um, mm-hmm. just for who I was. And and it was like in that moment too, where I finally felt like some sort of embrace knowing that everything was going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was probably one of the most powerful moments that has happened in my life to really 
revealed to me that I, like I said, like I didn't think that he was hearing what I was saying, that um, that my prayers would be answered, that I was just, I thought it was kind of just like on in this on my own. And I think it was like that moment that I realized I wasn't alone. Um, I wasn't alone in anything that I was going through. I wasn't alone in all these struggles and that he loves me this much that when I thought that I was in struggling through all this like pain, I was going through all this hurt, like on my own, like he never deserted me and he was always there. I just had to run to him, right? I had to run into his arms and like, ask him to like help me, right? To accept you know, his yeah. love. And he was always willing to give it. And I think that was a really huge turning point in my life. I mean, it hasn't been easy since then, like not like all easy every single day where it's like every single day, like I know like God loves me and I can completely trust in that. Mm -hmm. But it was that, that was that moment where I really realized um, how much he did. And I'm trying, every time I fall, like, I try my best to return to that moment. Like I try my best to return to that moment to remember um, what it is he did. And so, um, yeah, like I just continue. So now it's just like, if I feel that I'm heading towards like, I'm doing, going down like a downward spiral or like things are not going well, like I go back to the place where in the sense, like we had like our love story, I guess you can call it. Like, right? Like, so like you go to the church, you kneel and you pray, right? Like that's where it happened. That's where I'm going to continue to go um, so that I can feel his love. Wow. That is so beautiful, man. Thank you so much, Risha. Yeah, that's only the first question. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. No, I'm kidding. Wow. No, honestly, such a beautiful, I didn't. Well, honestly, when it came to me asking that question, I am so honored and grateful that, like, it just unleashed a whole wide of beautiful moments in your life. And um, literally that turning point in your life is so beautiful because it really just, it's like when you think God's not there in the midst of your suffering, he is right there. He is right there, always putting out his hand to you, always, like, telling you, I love you, I love you, I love you. And the fact that he is really like stripped you away from those friends that really didn't understand you it's more like god saying like i'm trying to call you to unite to me more so that you are going to be more sanctified and and whatnot and it's beautiful how how god really has his ways to make us so much better and see things differently around us and it's just amazing how for you especially like you just turn around like bam <laughs> <laughs> the light like right there. It's like, uh, hello, my answer's right there. <laughs> it's like, I'm right here. Look at me. <laughs> yeah, and it's I think I was so in I was like, it's so much in denial that like it had to mm -hmm. be like such an obvious sign or else I just wouldn't believe it, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love how God has his like obvious signs, even at times too. And I'm not going to lie, there are, God talks to us in various different ways through people we know, through people we love, and through all of our experiences. And the way he works is through that act of love of purification and pruning so that when we look back at our previous life, we'll realize like, wow, like that transformation journey throughout every step of the way. We thought he was just not around, but literally he was always like carrying you, like like a little cute little delicate flower just there <laughs> and um little did we know like or even understand like the fact that god was always there so that's why at the end of the day like he was just the all-powerful the almighty and the all-loving and yes there are things that he does that is very outside of our comfort zone and outside of our comprehension but at the end of the day though it's he has that one objective to show his love for each and every one of us. So, and he always calls us to greater, to greatness, right? It's just us just giving our unconditional yes and just be like, God, just take my yes. And no matter how rough the journey is going to be, I know I'll be okay. And so, yeah, it even works for me. And so, yeah, and that's such a beautiful moment in your life. And literally, it sounded like a movie. <laughs> It sounded like a movie. It's like slow mo. <laughs> like you look over there. <laughs> I'm not trying to jump, but literally, like, as you're explaining it, it just sounded like a, a, a movie, like a dramatic. Just, oh. 
way, but <laughs> I, mean, I think it was a little bit more overwhelming than that. <laughs> but like how you describe you ran to the church, you broke down in tears, <laughs> and then <laughs> the light shine. <laughs> like <laughs> it's just I was trying to create a picture. That's exactly what I was trying to do. So you can create a picture in my brain. Now it's like, dude on my face. <laughs> Now, I mean, honestly, what a beautiful way to start our podcast episode. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, each, each and every one of us are warriors of Christ. And so that's why I'm so grateful to God that he truly blesses, blessed my heart and my mind this morning, naming our podcast, The Catholic Warrior Talk Show, because essentially each person that will be on the show will be will always be a true warrior of Christ. Like, for, for example, Amanda here, she is a true warrior of Christ. She joins wonderful prayer groups for Christ. So honestly, she is a warrior of Christ because she constantly fights every single day. And she constantly fights against those snares of the devil every single day, persevering through all those temptations and weaknesses and times of frailty when we're just uh, at the verge point of just giving up. But like that point, we look to Christ and we keep our eyes fixed on him, knowing that we are going to be okay. So... <clears throat> That is why, at least the second question is, what would be some encouraging words of wisdom that you'd like to share to our listeners? Ooh, encouraging words. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I would say never stop pursuing in Christ. And, and also just never stop improving yourself and like really trying to continuously find like what's in your heart. Um, and what's inside and to really just really learn who you are. I think that's really important. That was something that I struck is really learning who I was and really looking deep inside um, in myself and to just kind of see all like the brokenness, the insecurities, the things that I struggled with to kind of make them known and like just have them open up and be to others or even just like be given to like God I think has has always been something that's really been challenging but I think it's super important especially when it comes to your faith to just really be honest um with the matters of your heart to and to really dig deeper into the things that you're hiding in a sense like the things that you want to keep hidden and you want to keep to yourself um if you can't share that with others at least be open to sharing that with God, be able to voice that to him and let him know what you are struggling with so that he can help you. Um, God's love is so, so good. And he is so merciful and he just wants to give us so many graces and he just wants to love us. Like a lot of the times um, he has such a huge heart, but he's just love and he loves so much, but is loved so little, right? So it's really the idea where he just he loves us so much and he wants to take care of us. So I think that we just continue to pursue that relationship with him to continue growing closer to him and to continue to open yourself up to him um, and really let him in to really, really get to know you. And I think through that, it also helps you to get to know yourself as well, which is something that's very important when it comes to any relationships that you have, whether it's, um, your vocations, whether it's your friendships, whether it's with your family, just really knowing yourself and being open with yourself is something that's very important. So to be vulnerable is not a weakness. It will not, it definitely is not a weakness. Um, it's a huge, huge strength and it's definitely really, really hard, but it's something that I do encourage you to, yeah. to, do, to be vulnerable, but also to be prudent, obviously. And I think prudent and chastity, that's a whole different topic. Uh, <laughs> Let's save that for another talk, you guys. <laughs> At least we have another topic for you wonderful listeners out there. <laughs> so really, it's so beautiful to have like such encouraging words, like never stop pursuing Christ. And it's short and sweet and so beautiful because really at the end of the day, like, being a true word for Christ, that means to not stop, to never stop pursuing Christ in the midst of anything that we go through. And regardless of us going through challenges and hardships in our life that may seem that God abandoned us, God never abandons us. And in the midst of all those times of suffering, he's the closest to you. 
Like that's one thing I've personally learned in my own life. And ever since then, it's been a game changer. Like every time I go through any trial and tribulation in my life, like I know for a fact that it's that call to unite to him more, even more than yesterday. So that is why you guys don't ever feel discouraged that when you're going through a time of difficulty, turn that time of difficulty into a time of opportunity so that you will really flourish and bear fruit for the glory and grace of God and you not being afraid of walking in that journey, holding Jesus Christ on one hand, holding our blessed mother Mary on the other hand, and having God our Father just watch over you every step of the, every step of the way through the power hands of God and the power of the Holy Spirit. So that's why my beautiful children of God, listeners out there, honestly, it's, yes, it's a tough journey, but this is just a passing through. Our life here on earth is a mission for us to accomplish, not just for us to sit back and wait around, especially during this time of pandemic right now, which may seem like it's endless, but this is God being like, my warriors, my warriors, this is a time to prepare, prepare, and to really persevere in my love for you, right? So that's why it leads to the third question, which is what are some challenges you faced during the time you were converting to Christ? Like, yes, it is a journey of challenges. And which what challenges really stood out to you the most that our listeners would love to really take upon in their journey? I had two really big challenges that I think that I'm still somewhat sorting throughout now. So I mean, I've um, my conversion was years ago, but I'm still struggling with them. So that just shows you that you're always going to constantly be struggling with something. It's not easy. It's a process. Um, but one thing that I struggled with when I came into my faith was that I felt that I was always, I don't know, I always kind of, I, I had a lot of insecurities with where I was, like where I stood, like in terms of like status in comparison to other people that had been in their faith longer. So I think mm -hmm. I used that comparison um, as a downfall and I really allowed it to kind of prevent me from growing in my faith. So I always kind of felt that, oh, I'm not going, if I was to learn this, someone had already learned it. So there's no point in me learning it. And so it's just a kind of having that mentality where it's in a sense, it's too late for me, I think really stopped me from progressing in my faith. Like I had a lot of insecurities in that. And I always felt that like I had these ideas where it's like, oh, I want to be, I want to go and like join mission, like um, in ministry. And I want to be like, help others and like do that. But it's like, oh, well, why are they going to even be listening to me? Like, what do I know in comparison to them? They didn't, they were born into their faith. Like they knew it a lot much more. So like, what can I actually give? And I think I struggled with that, just not knowing what exactly I could like, be able to like offer. And I think that's just me, just not knowing that God's, I always, me thinking that God's love in a sense is limited to like one person so that if he could do one thing in somebody, he couldn't do that in me, right? Like, so if someone was like really far down in like their faith and they were doing really well, like they were in ministry and they were giving like Catholic talks and all, and just being um, very um, open with like their faith and just strong in like evangelization or like um, very, I don't even know the word, but like fluent and like what they say, they're speaking. I don't know. I'm not I'm like blanking out. But if if they were that way, then there was no room for me to be that way because like it just the God's love doesn't work that way. And I think there's just like a miss. Like I just didn't fully understand it the way that um, I, I should have. And I think that's something that really stopped me from growing in my faith. And um, that was probably one of like biggest challenges to kind of get over and to kind of move forward from and I think it held me back for a very long time I think it's like the idea where you just like you're so preoccupied with the past and like who you were prior to your faith that you just like stick with that and like you allow those things to define you and to like define where you can move forward right but that's not what it is like just because 
um, you come into your faith later in your life, it doesn't mean that you're at less of an advantage than like anybody else or like you're less than somebody else, right? There's still, God has like his own story for you, right? And mm -hmm. maybe someone's is close to, maybe it's closer to like the ending for that, that person's story, but in yours, maybe it's just starting, right? So mm -hmm. it's just learning to accept that um, was definitely a huge struggle um, and it brought out so many insecurities and it just really made me stop everything. So like the minute I, like I, like I said, I was like, I delved deep, deep in and I just like went full force. And then I started feeling those ways. And I just like stopped. I was like at a halt. I'm like, I'm not going to do anything. Everything's already done. <laughs> so <laughs> there's no more room for me. I get it. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Um, but it, that's kind of how I felt. Hmm. Um, and then I think another struggle of mine, I'd say is, I kind of touched upon it um, previously when I was saying encourage, I guess words for, like, words for encouragement, but that idea to know that it is a process, like life is like a process and like your faith is a process and you're going to have to put work into it. And I think that was something that I was like afraid of. So um, I struggled, I, I had all these like different struggles that I was going through, um, different insecurities, different doubts. And I sat with it for so long, knowing mm -hmm. that if I went to prayer, things would probably be a little bit better. But mm -hmm. at the same time, I didn't want to hear what God would tell me. Like, I didn't want to hear whatever he had to say, because I was scared that I wouldn't like what he had to say. Like, I wouldn't be, I'd be scared of what he wanted me to do, right? Like, I was always, so I, I chose to be far away like I chose to not turn to him sometimes during like those struggles because I just didn't want to hear what he had to say and he'll and tell me that I had to put in work to get there right I think that's something that I um was like kind of also something that I had to like really learn and something that I like really struggled with is the idea where I was so scared at what God was going to tell me that I just refused to go to him to hear it Right? Like, mm -hmm. and that stopped me from obviously growing out of like my sins, growing out of like my struggles, growing out of the things that I was dealing with that I felt was like eating inside of me, right? Like I stopped and I really allowed the devil to really sit in my life for um, a yeah. strong period of time because I was just like in refusal to like, no, I don't need, I don't want to know, I don't know what you want me to do. So I'm like not ready, right? That just comes with like not trusting, right? Trusting is yeah, like trusting. a big thing. Like I didn't trust that whatever he was going to give me was good, was like good, true and beautiful. Like I think that was something I didn't realize and I didn't know. So I was just afraid. And, mm -hmm. but now I know that you could, I think at the same time, I was like, I didn't know that you can ask God for the desire to like trust in him like the idea where it's like i want to trust in you but i just don't know how to do it so you could ask that mm -hmm. in prayer like literally anything you can ask in prayer it's amazing <laughs> yeah right <laughs> oh my gosh hey God, please i want to trust in you like please help me to want that desire to trust in you that ability to, to trust in you like please like help me with that and like grant me that and I'm just like, wow, like you could say prayers like that. I didn't know. Um, but it's all <laughs> so, learning curve. <laughs> but gosh, now I, I know. Think... So just in case you guys don't know, you can ask anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, also to add to that, you like thank like, thank you, Amanda, for that wonderful, beautiful like message answering the question. Like literally, like I love how like when it comes to God, you just like we there's a fine line between treating God like a vending machine and a wishing well versus like asking God, like ask and you shall receive. Right. And so that's why when it comes like the lesson I've personally learned so far is that when it comes to asking for the Lord for something, I always like to make sure at the end of the day, like what I'm asking for is all glorifying God's name and it's all putting him first before my me and that's why like before I personally just always be like God give me this God give me the guy <laughs> and then it just ends there but then like there's a huge difference when you actually like 
ask God, like, God, like, I desire this all for the glory and grace of your name. And then from there, you just feel the sense of peace and serenity and knowing that, like, and trusting for sure that, like, God will truly grant you that. But it's that degree of trusting it in God's time. And that's the game changer that's truly enabled me to apply into my daily life and constantly sharing that message out there because everything that we desire for, even if it's for the glory and grace of God, desiring it for God's time is the most essential, crucial part that we need to include in our prayers. Like, I humbly ask in your name, name your son, Jesus Christ, and God our Father, that according to your time, you just and then you fill in your intention or your prayer from there. And it, from that point on, it's really helped me personally to grow in humility and that virtue of humility. And so tying along with Amanda, like definitely for sure, it's that increase of trust as you journey closer to him. And through that conversion, like you truly see things differently. You truly react to things differently. You truly just become a whole new person that you never thought you were able to become and it's just beautiful like that how God's really painting that and molding you into like a beautiful sculpture and at the end of the day like you know it's going to be something beautiful and amazing to really be put out there to inspire other people to become a true warrior for Christ as well too so that's why like I love how Amanda like with you like you've really gone through that journey of just increasing your trust and that willingness to be more docile and it's tough yes for sure because you don't it's that uncertainty of not knowing what's going to happen next and it's just i personally went through that journey as well like just not knowing what's going to happen next gave me that hardship of just of i don't have control like i i, I, I like i don't know right it's just it's just that resisting and you're that and that resisting is like the most crucial part that the enemy constantly wants to hold on on to you for and so that's why when you really tell the enemy like no i know that i'm in good hands so you can bye-bye you know <laughs> like when you really like tell the enemy that like it's just it's a good way to not have have the enemy really anchoring you down like down to the deep bottom of the ocean of just negativity and anxieties and fear and so that's why i just want to share with you guys that honestly like with the willingness to convert more to christ it's just that feeling of overcoming your fears through the love of god and through the willingness to just let go and let god and god will show you things that you never thought possible and it says in scripture flat out anything is possible with god short and sweet that's what's so easy to remember right like you got me girl it's just so easy to remember and so it's a good reminder for you guys to really remember that every single day that when you journey closer to christ nothing is impossible with god and it's just beautiful like that right you got me so yeah so it just leads to the next question like what lessons did you learn like just the key point lessons that you truly learned about converting to christ that you wished you learned before i feel like i touched upon that already you answered the last question wrong <laughs> lessons it's like teaching teaching um Oh, yeah, I feel like I answered that already. Okay, fine. Um, but I okay, think <laughs> I'll try to think of another lesson that I learned. I'm sure another lesson. I mean, and every lesson is always a good way to encourage our listeners to be always bold for guys. Yeah. No, I thought I thought that's what the last question was. So I probably answered the last question wrong. Um, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in terms of like a huge lesson I think that I learned is never to compare your faith journey to somebody else's. I think oh, that's that beautiful. is yep. great. Like comparison is the thief of joy. And mm. when we compare, man, like our thoughts go everywhere, right? We start thinking in all sorts of direction. Like I'm a type of person, like I have one thought, it literally, it's like a, like, like it's like the spider web, like it literally goes in all sorts of directions and it keeps just going on and on and on and on. And I'm just like, 
in this like really, really dark hole after that, in this like negativity um, web that like I just formed in my mind. And so, yeah, I think that's going to stop you from growing in your faith, um, just growing in growing in yourself and knowing who you are and growing in your relationship with Jesus. If you, if you start comparing everything to everyone else, like some, some people have amazing gifts and they were able to get to the parts God um, truly, truly blessed them with the ability to kind of get to where they wanted to get to um, quicker than others. And that's their life. I mean, at the same time, I'm sure they, people had put in a lot of work to getting there. We all have different personalities. Um, we all work differently. Um, we all have different gifts. Um, definitely try to find out what your gift is and try to see like, what are your strengths? Like, what are your weaknesses, right? And to like work on those um, to help you get there. So a lot of the times we can be the person that just holds us back from doing what we're meant to do right and like meant to be right and it's just that idea where we really need to stop comparing our faith journeys to everyone else's because we all have different times all in god's timing we have different stories that are needing to be told and god has a plan for each one of us that is just so good and that's just going to make us so happy um, he has the best intention for all of us and we just gotta wait for it wait for it like wait for like God's timing like I don't like I think if I look back like there are so many times when like I wanted something a certain way and I was hoping that I would get it like maybe it was like a promotion or something and mm -hmm. I just didn't get it but something better came along right it's the idea where our ways and our thoughts are nothing compared to what God's are and so it's just that idea of we just need to stop comparing our faith journeys, stop comparing our lives to other people, and just truly trust in the plan that God has for each one of us. And mm -hmm. if you are struggling to know your strengths, your weaknesses, your gifts, or where it is God is calling you to be, pray mm -hmm. about it, bring it to prayer, ask God to help you to realize the things that he wants you to realize and help and ask him to reveal to you where he's calling you to be. Like, right? What vocation is he calling you towards? Um, what career is he looking, calling you towards? And like, what does he want you to do, right? So it's really to just have that open conversation with the Lord so that he can start, continue to work on that story. And mm -hmm. at the end, I guarantee you, you'll have a beautiful, um, happy ending at, at the end of it all. Wow, Amanda, that's so beautifully well said. Couldn't said it better myself. <laughs> I mean, I just love how like that first point is just not comparing yourself to other people's journey. And it's, yeah, it's so true because essentially like when we journey through Christ, it's different. It's all God's timing. And going to that point of realizing that our plans are not God's plans. And so that's why always have that goal to align your plans with God's plans all the time. Because once you start focusing on your plan and leaving God out of the picture, good luck, my friends. Because really, it's going to be a tough journey leaving God out of your plans. And it will not it will just lead you to that endless chasing of the world endless temporal happiness and so our lord jesus he promises us eternal happiness and love and joy and who wouldn't want that who wouldn't want that like for those that leave god out of the picture they search for that in the world and then it just leads to a dead end and then they start the cycle again of chasing so that's why to Christ is the answer to everything, to all of our problems. And it's just allowing us to just give our unconditional yes to God and see how God will work miracles in his time. And it's just beautiful like that. And essentially, like, also as well to add on to that, like, to not comparing your journey with anybody else because it leads to jealousy and envy. And it's really sad to see people constantly compare themselves on social media it's like oh she looks prettier than me now i look like crap like no it's always be grateful for how you are as a person and for the beautiful gifts you are blessed with and always be grateful for that like if you have a burning desire in your heart to do a ministry but you're just you don't have the equipment you need and you only have this much god will provide 
God provides according to his time. He knows what you need. He knows the things that you'll be needing in your journey. So as you utilize all your resources they have right now, he will bless you with more over the course of his time. So it's just a matter of us, us just telling God, okay, I'm going to give it a shot. This is all the stuff I've got, but I'm going to use for it, use it, every single grain of it for your, your glory and grace and see how you will work miracles from there. And I can definitely attest to that. And so is Amanda. And so that's why, honestly, it's just a constant journey converting to Christ every single day, every single day. It's not just a turning point in your life. That's just the beginning, my friends. That's just the beginning. And starting from that point on, it's a constant conversion of Christ every single day. Yes, you fall, but you get up. You fall, you get Hello, we all know St. Peter, he denied Christ three times. And yet, he redeems himself when Jesus is like, do you love me? Three times. And St. Peter is just like, I love you, I love you, I love you. Like, it's just so beautiful how even St. Peter, the rock of the church right now, like, he went through the same struggles. He is human. He went through his time of trial, tribulation, purification. And yet, look, after he was truly touched by Christ and converted to Christ, he died for Christ. <laughs> so that's what we need to look to the saints, really call upon the saints and ask for their for their intercession, for the glory and grace to follow in the footsteps closer to Christ through how they did it, right? And for us to just be willing to follow that journey. And so even though we're in the midst of a uncertain time right now, the more reason, take that as an opportunity to just walk to Christ. Keep your eyes fixed on Christ. Don't become discouraged when things don't follow your way. And it's tough. Yes, my friends, I know what you guys are thinking. It's like, yeah, it's hard, but no, no, you got this. You got, you have the most powerful weapon with you. You got the name and power of Jesus Christ. Like, hello, oh my gosh, like Jesus loves us. He died for us. We're in this time of Lenten season. So take upon that, my friends. Reflect on the love of Christ. Take every single day as an opportunity to grow closer to Christ and don't let anything stray you away from him. Because my friends, I'm going to warn you, the more you draw yourself closer to Christ, the more the enemy will target you to quit, to feel discouraged, to doubt who you are, to doubt your capabilities, your skills. And so that's why when you feel that sense of doubt in your heart, it starts with D. D for discouragement, D for doubt. And you know that's the first letter. Both words start with the first letter of the enemy himself. So that's why it's very easy to remember, my friends. D, 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 which is not, it's a very negative word, guys. But honestly, you let that be a red flag to you right away that it's the enemy knocking on the Harvey door. So I first heard this from a priest in the talk that when you have the enemy knocking the heart of your door, the heart of your door, okay? The door of your heart, sorry. <laughs> I'm human, give me a break. <laughs> the door of your heart, sorry guys. You send Jesus and our blessed mother Mary to the door. Yep, Amen. yep. Right. And ever since, I'm not going to lie, like it's it's just so beautiful. To remember that because it's just, you know, the enemy thinks you're going to answer the door of your heart. Nope. You send the most powerful divine peeps over there <laughs> to really like combat you <laughs> to not ever quit. So my friends, Amanda. What would be your favorite scripture verse you want to share to our beautiful listeners to take on? Because guys, remember, read the scripture every day. Read the scripture every day. So what would be the favorite scripture verse that you'd like to share to our listeners? Oh, I was actually going to add one more thing to the last question. <laughs> it's okay. Because as you were talking, um, I just thought about something where... No worries. The Holy Spirit works. <laughs> I think a lot of the time we also look to compare ourselves and we look at other people's like journeys because we're unable to see all the blessings that we have been given in our life so far, right? Like I think at the same time, sometimes we look at other people's lives and we say, oh, how did they, how come they get to have that? Or like, how come they're at this point in their life and I'm still here? 
And then mm -hmm. we look at that, but we don't look at our own lives and look at all the different blessings that God has given us, as well as how far we've come to like where we are. Like maybe we've had, maybe you have to have a longer journey than others, right? To like get to where you need to get to. But it's that idea where we, we did come from somewhere and there has been like improvement and there has been blessings from God and he has answered your prayers in like different moments in your life. And we forget those times and we forget those moments. And so I encourage you to maybe write those down. And then so when you have those moments that you doubt it and like you doubt that God's blessing your life or there's been movement in your life or he's working in your life, you have those moments to reflect back on and to look at and know and remember that, okay, God's got me. This is what he's done so far in my life. Um, and you can now trust in that, right? And you can, it's like no longer, you're no longer like trusting in the unknown, like you're trusting in what he's already shown to you. Love that. It's just beautiful. Yeah, no, no worries. I mean, honestly, however the Holy Spirit leads you and my beautiful listeners, children of God, honestly, like however the Holy Spirit leads you, if you're, if you feel inspired to just talk about Christ and you've never done that before, you know, God's working, God's working, God's working, and he'll always be working. So therefore, how loud you scream, which I don't recommend you scream from the top of your lungs. <laughs> But no matter how how you speak to God through your through your quietness or through your loudness, like someone I know. <laughs> God can hear you. And truly, my friends, God will speak to you through his sheer silence. So that is why never doubt in God's time, God's plan, and God's works through you. And just my friends, just allow yourself to be a true instrument of God's glory and grace. And yes, it's a very mist it's a big mystery, but it's a wonderful surprise because you never know how fruitful you will actually become. So my beautiful friends and children of God, you guys are awesome. Amanda <laughs> Keep up the wonderful blessings and good works that you do in your ministries. Thank you for being here tonight and being awesome for the glory and grace of God. Thank you so much. And honestly, it is such a blessing to have you around. <laughs> so, Mike. Thank you so much for having me. No worries, my friends. Honestly, we'll have you again soon. At least we have two potential topics to talk about. <laughs> So, my friends, you will have we will have her again soon in God's due time. And so, with that said, may God bless you all. And please do not forget to subscribe to this wonderful podcast and to my YouTube channel, Stand Firm Worship. I'll put the link in the description box below. And so, my friends, have a wonderful blessed day. And I'll see you all in my next podcast episode. Bye, guys. Bye. See you soon.